Uh, may God bless you as you come here. This is a house of God, it's the house of your Father. Feel free when you are here and surrender your heart, relax, forget about the world outside, uh, forget about what's going on in your life. Just relax and be in, in the presence of your Father. He is welcoming, he is uh, dealing with your life, he's changing things in your life. And just say, God, I'm here and I surrender to you. Talk to my heart. Uh, I'm here, I surrender to you. Uh, come in my life, change things in my life. I want to see you clearer, I want to walk with you, I want to go with you. And this God is a faithful God, he will hear even the smallest prayer you could ever make in your heart. And uh, he will surely bless you. This, is, this God is, is, is a very unique God. He's a God that, that loves us so much and wants to be so very close to us. Uh, he's a God who loves us so much that he wants to be involved in every detail of our lives. He's not a kind of God who sits far away from us and just look down. No, he's a God who says, hey, I want to be with you. Just open up your heart. Even this, the private room there in your life, open it. He will come in and... Give him a test. Give him a trial. You'll see how things will change, uh, will change in your life. He, he has better plans for you. There are plans to give you hope in the future. Even though there may be darkness in your life today, even though you may seem as you are walking through a dark tunnel, give a chance to this God. Give your heart to this God. You'll see he will turn the darkness into light. He is able to mend up the brokenness in your life. He's able to restore everything that you've lost in your lives. He's a caring God. He's a loving God. And you can give him a try. You can give him a try by surrendering fully to him. And you'll see how he will change you. So many times in my own life, I've felt like I'm, I'm so down and so low. I'm so broken and crying. I say, God, things are not going well the way I, I want them to be. I want to, to, I want to see them progressing and f running faster and faster and faster. But you know what? In the end, this God comes through his word and comfort my heart. I say, hey, my son, I am with you. Do not worry. It is not over. Don't get tired now. Don't give up now. I am with you. Whatever I have promised, I am a faithful God. I will fulfill it. It doesn't matter how long it takes, but I keep watch. I am watching over the promise I made in your life. In due time, I will fulfill them. In the eyes of men, it may seem, oh, I've been waiting for so long. Oh, I've been walking for so long. And it's only from negative to another negative, from one adversity to another adversity. R relax, relax. Know that God is able to change your adversity into opportunity. Know that God is able to turn your negativity into positivity. Uh, relax and say, God, I surrender to you. My negativity, I surrender them to you. Um, my failures, I surrender them to you, God. Can you turn them around? My sickness, my pain, I bring them to you, God. There's nowhere else I can run to. This is the God that we come to worship. He's a God who hears our prayers. He's God, when we cry out and say, Son of David, have mercy on me, he hears those cries. Even when people say, shut up, don't say the word, shut up, keep quiet. But this God will say, before you open your, heart, your mouth and speak, I knew you. I heard those desires deep in your heart. And I want to, to change. I want to bring wholeness in your life. I want to bring joy in your life. I want to bring peace in your life. I was talking to one of my friends who received uh, two, two negatives uh, from uh, the, the government. And he was so hopeless and said, I, 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 I don't know. I've been trapped. 
I've been trying, I've been speaking and, and speaking, and I've been going through with the lawyer and, and pushing up, but it's only negative. I, I, I'm, I'm at the end of the road. I say, you know what? No, relax. And say, God, I've tried a lot in my strength, but now I cannot carry it any longer. I bring these negatives unto you, God. Please, come in. And this God is more powerful than the lawyers. He's more powerful than the government. He is able to make a way where there seems to be no way. He's able to turn that negative into positivity. He's able to speed up the process of your things. This God is able. We just have to surrender all our trials, all our problems, all our pain. We surrender them to, to, to him and uh, he, will take, uh, he will take care. And this is the things that I want to share with you today. I'm talking to you today about being raised up, being uh, lifted up, being uh, lifted up from brokenness, from death, from, from failures. It is what I want to share with you because our God, like we have been talking about from January to March now, we've been talking about this, this God who is love, the kind of love that is always after us, the kind of love that is unconditional, the kind of love that will never cease to be. And out of that love, when we are unable to do things in our own, when we are unable to make up for the messes that we have made, when we are unable to make up for the wrongs that we have made, this God, out of his love, says, hey, I will come down for you. I, will come. I know your strength is so little. You cannot make up to meet where I am. I know you've fallen so very low, but you've tried all your best and you're not able to rise up. No, I know that your strength is so little, but I am stronger than your trouble. I am stronger than your failure. I can go deeper than your failures. If your sins are higher, my grace is at the top, is higher. If, if your, your fall is deeper, my love is even deeper. If, if, whatever mess you've made, my love is able to restore all the mess and turn everything all around. Whatever broken that you have experienced, the love of God, the love of God wants to mend those brokenness and make you a new you. This is the love of God that we have seen uh, uh, throughout the whole month uh, from January to now. The kind of love that is always uh, after chasing after us. Uh, even when we think that we are far away, even when we feel like everybody is labeling us negative, when everybody is saying, you are a sinner, you are a wrongdoer, this love of God keeps coming to us and say, hey, today I want to come to you and be with you. You know, it reminds me of a story of a man called Zacchaeus. This Zacchaeus, he was a tax collector in Israel, and he was rich and powerful, had a big house, but be, working in the government, he used his own tactics, corruption maybe, and he made himself so much, so much money. He was hated by people. Many people labeled him, he's a wrongdoer, he's a sinner. They made all kinds of names. They called him all kinds of names. And when he heard the rumors that Jesus who's passing by deep in his heart and say, I want to see this Jesus. Maybe he heard that this Jesus is able to heal the sick. Maybe he heard that this Jesus is able to restore the broken. Maybe he heard that this Jesus is able to make the sick well, to make the blind see. I want to see this Jesus. I want to see this Jesus. But you know, he was short. 
Physically, he was short. He wasn't able to see. The crowd was bigger as he was standing behind there. He tried to stand on his toe. Uh, It wasn't possible to see Jesus. And he said, you know what? I'm going to climb a tree and sit there in the tree. Maybe I can see this Jesus they are talking about. And he climbed there in midst of the crowd. Jesus saw him and said, Zacchaeus, come down. Today I'm going to dean to, to, to stay with you. And he declared that in the public. When everybody labeled Zacchaeus, a sinner, a wrongdoer. We cannot associate with him. Jesus said, I am going to stay with you, the sinner. I am going to stay with you and eat with you. I am going to come into your house. And you know what? It is this kind, the love of God that Jesus expressed toward this sinner, this unclean Zacchaeus that turned him all around. You know what? When Zacchaeus heard that, oh, in public, me the wrongdoer, me the sinner, me the unclean, me the thief, this God, holy God, the Messiah, the Son of God, is coming into my house. No, I repent. I'm going to give back all the things that I have stolen. Jesus did not say, Zacchaeus, I condemn you. But he says, I am coming to stay with you. That approach changed the heart of Zacchaeus. It is love that changes people. The love that embraces people changes people. It is when we share this grace of God and say, I, I love you the way you are. That's what changes people. Not when we label people. Not when we say they are wrongdoers. They are drug addicts. They do that and they do that. When we label people, we say, hey, we are building a wall. There is a difference between you and us. You are there and we are here. No, our God is not a, a wall builder. Our God is a wall destroyer. He comes down to tear down the walls and raise up those have been uh, uh, blocked up in the walls. He's a God who says, hey, I have come to set you free. Many times you've been put on on an A4 paper and a label and say, hey, you are there. This God says, no, you're not there. You are my son. You are my daughter. The love of God comes to raise us up. All of us who are sinners, all of us who are broken, all of us who are far away from God, all of us, we are wandering in our own darkness, in our own uh, thing, things, in our own universe. But this love of God came looking for us. This love of God touched us and changed us. This love of God came to raise us up. This love of God came to restore us back to God. This love of God gave us a new identity. It gave us a new name. We are now sons and daughters of God. This love gave us a new heart. A heart that is of flesh, a heart that is obedience. This, this love has given us a new cloth, a new mantle, the mantle of holiness, where we can go and approach God on the basis, not on the basis of what we do, but on the basis of what he has done. This love of God has come to take us down from the fall, from the pit where we were. It has taken us out of our cultures, out of the things that had been blocking us. This love came down to lift us up. And when we are touched by the love of God, when we have been raised up with this love of God, you know what it does with us? It keeps our eyes focused on that Jesus. It keeps our our eyes to see only Jesus. This Jesus becomes the center of our devotion. This Jesus becomes the center of our lives. This Jesus becomes the, the, the object of our worship. 
He becomes the ultimate. He becomes the best. And we want to be with him. We want to focus our eyes on him. We want just only to be with him all the time. And people may say, hey, are you crazy? Are you running insane? You keep worshiping. You keep crying. You keep bowing down. Yes, you don't know where this Jesus has taken me, taken me out. You don't know what he has done in my life. Like Zacchaeus would say, you don't know. I've been stealing. I've been closed out. I've been, I've been put outside and say, I'm a wrongdoer today. I am forgiven. I am a son of God. Jesus declared it that he is also a son of Abraham. I am a son of Abraham. You don't know what he has done. I will follow him everywhere he goes. And our discipleship us following Jesus is no longer out of our strength, out of trying to perform, to make up before people and show to people that we are serving God. And no, it's only out of the love that we have received. It's only out of what God has done in our lives. It's only out of that. You know, this guy who was... Uh, uh, closed out in the cemetery because he was demon possessed and his, they, uh, they chained him and left him there. They said it was over for him because he was so demon possessed that he was, he was able to kill people or he was able to hurt himself. So they chained him and say, you know what, you're going to live in the cemetery for the rest of your life. You're going to live in the graveyard until death comes upon you. That's the kind of statement we always do with religion. We want to close people out and say, hey, You've been doing so many wrongs, we cannot support you any longer. Stay outside. No, don't associate with us. No. You know what this Jesus did? He went right to this guy in his chains. He says, you know what? I'm going to change your labor today. You are, you are not made to, be, to live in chains. You are not made to live in the graveyard. No. You are not, nobody is able to, to set a, a death sentence over you. I am the life. I am the truth. And I have come to set people free. Today is the day of your salvation. I will change your identity today. I will change your life today. I will restore you today. I will set you free. And the same God who set that guy free from the chains is able to set you free from whatever things you are struggling with. He's able. And you know the good thing is, it doesn't depend on my faith. That guy in the chains, he had no faith in God. But this God loved him so much and followed him there. Followed him there and set him free. He's the same God. Nothing is impossible before him. He can break the chains that you are in into today. And you know what he did? After setting him free, he said, you know, I want to follow you, Jesus, everywhere you go. I want to be with you. He just said, no, relax. You know what? Go there in your community. Go where you come from. Go tell them what the Lord has done for you. Go tell them what you have experienced. Go tell them the grace of God that has come upon your life. This is the Jesus we come to seek in this church every time when we come here. This is the Jesus we want to see in our lives. The kind of Jesus that is breaking chains, not the kind of Jesus that is uh, chaining people. No, we want the kind of Jesus that is coming down in the lives of people and break down the chains. The kind of Jesus that is setting people free, not the kind who just comes and say, hey, you, you, because you've done that, you've done that, we're going to tie you up again and then put you outside. No, 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 no. Our Jesus is not a religion. Our Jesus is God. Our Jesus is the Son of God. Our Jesus is, is the freer, the deliverer, the Yeshua. He is our deliverer. That's the kind of Jesus we come to worship. And he says, 
I have done it all for you. Just, just believe in me. That's it. And you, you, you are really free. And you don't have to perform anything to earn your righteousness. Even before death, you might be afraid. <laughs> Judgment has passed over you. You can go before God and you're free. You'll only enjoy and you only look forward to meeting with God with no fear because judgment is over. And when we have this experience, the longer we look to Jesus, the more we want to save him even in this world. And that's, uh, for me, it's, uh, it's, it's an amazing experience. And the true Jesus upon whom the Holy Spirit was and had anointed him to preach the gospel, to preach the good news to the poor. He had sent him to heal the brokenhearted, to preach the deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptance year of the Lord, the year of Jubilee. This Jesus is the one we come to seek here. He's the one we come to seek here with all our hearts. And this Jesus will raise us up. This Jesus will change our lives. And when he changes our lives, he summons us to a life of discipleship. He calls us and appoints us to follow him. When we have an encounter with this real Jesus, he anoints us with that same spirit that was upon him. And he tells us, as the Father sent me, I am sending you. Go and do the same. What was he doing? Setting people free. Not binding up people. Setting people free. Once you have had an encounter with this Jesus Christ, you have tested to his, to his grace and have seen how much he has, he has forgiven you, how much he loves you. You've seen the future that he has in store for you despite the things you may be going through today. Your eyes will remain fixed on this Jesus who is the author and finisher of your faith. His life, his suffering on the cross, his death, his resur resurrection from the dead becomes a source of encouragement for you to follow him everywhere he goes. Who is this Jesus? And that's my, 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 my question. Who is this Jesus? And I'm going to read from uh, John chapter 1. John chapter 1 is a beautiful scripture. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God in the beginning. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came, verse 11, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave them power to become sons of God, even to those who believe in his name to those who believe in him, regardless of their nationalities, regardless of their background, if only they believe in him, he gives them power to become sons and daughters of, of, of the living God. 
And that is not according to the will of man, because the will of man can change. What man promises can change after a day, but what God promises never changes. The will of God never changes. So we become sons, sons and daughters of God out of the will of the, of, of the Father. This word that created everything, this word that was with God, this word that was God, he became flesh and dwelt among us and beheld his glory, the glory of the only, the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. This is the Jesus that we, we believe in. This is the Jesus that we come to seek. This is the Jesus who came to raise us up. He is God, the creator, the word of the almighty God. The same word that created everything in the beginning. is the same word that became flesh, put on this human flesh for us, out of the love that he has for you. God, the creator, put on put on flesh and dwell among men. If people don't accept him, if people reject him, that's okay. But if you accept him, it becomes a matter of an individual, you as an individual. If you accept him, if you open up your heart unto him, he gives you power to become his son and his daughter. And he gives you his everlasting, everlasting life. This Jesus we come to seek he is a, the living God, the one that created everything. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, we read this. He is the image. The Son is the image of the invisible God. This Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the God that we do not see. The firstborn over all, uh, all creation. Verse 16. For in him all things were created. And things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. That's the Jesus we come to worship. That's the Jesus we come to seek. The creator, the image of the invisible God. The love of our heart. He gives us life when we believe, we believe in him. In John 14, he says, if you see me, you see the Father. If you know me, you know the Father. If you see Jesus, you see the Father. If uh, you know Jesus, you know the Father. The sixth says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father but through me. This is the Jesus we come to seek, to worship. Jesus that we believe in the one who is able to change every situation in, in our lives. He told Philip, he said, uh, Philip said to the Lord, said, Lord, show us the Father and it is enough for us. Uh, Jesus said to him, have I been so long with you and yet you have not come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? We take one more verse in 1 Corinthians 1.30. It says, It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become uh, for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, our holiness, and the redemption. This Jesus is our righteousness. 
This Jesus is our holiness. This Jesus is our redemption. Is our redemption. And uh, for me, that, that, that's, that makes my heart full of joy. Full of joy. Every time when we go into worship, every time when we come together in his name, we know that I am going to meet my holiness. And I can stand before God. You can stand before God because he is your holiness. That you don't have to, to work so hard to try to make up your own holiness. He is your holiness. He is your purity. He is your cleanness. He, he, you are in him. So before God, you are, are as white as snow. And that is really, really amazing. He is your righteousness. In Second Peter verse one, chapter 1, verse 1, it says, uh, I, Simon Peter, servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those uh, who through the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. This Jesus is uh, our God, he is our Savior, he is our Redeemer. So he is really everything for us. He is our Lord. In John 1 verse 29 says, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This Jesus is the Lamb of God. Uh, the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. The lamb that takes away your sins. The lamb that takes away all your wrongs. The lamb who takes away all the things that you could ever imagine doing against God. He comes and takes them away. And he makes you as white as snow. As if you've never sinned before God. So don't live afraid. Uh, don't, don't live uh, thinking of all the things that you did in the past. This God has chosen to forgive you when you believe in his son, Jesus Christ. He has chosen to erase that past. He has erased it. He is the lamb of God. And you know what happened to the lamb? They offer him as a sacrifice. In other words, it means that uh, the life that was yours is transferred unto him. He dies the death that was yours with all your sins and wrongs upon him, and he gives you his life that was holy, his life that is limitless, his life that is uh, precious, his life that goes forever and ever and ever. He is the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. I like the uh, chapter, chapter 53 of Isaiah. It says this, Surely he took up our pain, all our pain, was uh, on him. He bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wound we are healed. He was punished for our transgressions so that we can never be punished. So he took our punishment upon him. This is the Jesus we come to seek. This is the Jesus we believe in. We believe in him. This Jesus, he suffered our suffering. He bore our pain upon him. He bore our punishment upon him. So we can never be punished again. And through his death and his resurrection, he takes our life when we believe in him 
and grasp it unto the life of the Father. So we are connected to the Father. You are connected to the Father. And with a love that can never be cut off, that can never be diminished, never. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. And it is through his wound that we are healed from all our diseases. And each time for me, this is, is a, remand, a, a strong reminder in my pain. It's a strong reminder and say, Jesus, you took my pain. Jesus, you were wounded so that I would be healed when I become sick. When my body is sick and weak, look unto Jesus. And I remind Jesus, remember, you are wounded for me. You are wounded for my sickness. Come and take it away now. And it gives me so much peace. It gives me so much joy. Even if my, my body is in pain, but I have this amazing peace on the inside of me. Because I know that I have a brighter future with my God. I have a future that, that I, I will live with no pain one day. I will live with no tears running out of my eyes. I will live with life with no end. I will live with him in his glory forever and ever. And I will live with him. We have this assurance that nobody can take uh, uh, my life out of the hands of the almighty God. And this Jesus does that because he was punished so that those who believe in him will not, be, will not be punished. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned uh, to our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And I love that. And I'm ending there. That God laid the iniquities, the wrongs of us all not only the iniquities of, of Stephen and that you are left out, but your iniquities and the iniquities of those that we call of names, all their iniquities were laid upon Jesus Christ. What does it do with us then? And we can embrace anybody with the love of God because we know that their sins also have been paid for. So they only live in ignorance. Let's go. I have been raised up by the Lord out of his love. Let's go. Let me go out and raise up another by the same love. You've been raised up by the love of God, connected to the Father, bound with the Father, one with the Father. You do live now. What does it do with you? Yes, it sends you out to go raise up the other because it is the same spirit that was in the Lord. That spirit came down to raise us up so we can go out and raise up others. That spirit, what does it do with us? Yes, when we see somebody in darkness, our heart beats with compassion. We cry because we know that they live in ignorance. They have fallen down. The same spirit was in, in the Lord. When he saw Zacchaeus called by all kinds of names, that spirit stopped him from his journey and saw his misery, saw his pain, and went unto him and offered mercy and grace. It does the same with us. That we'll stop by for those who have been called all kinds of names. We'll stop by with the love of God. We'll not join the rest of the world by condemning and by, by, by labeling or by calling other names. But we 
will stop with love. We will act with the love of God. We will act with grace. We will act by offering forgiveness. We will act by praying. We will act by extending a hand to lift other people up. This is who, who we are. We've been raised up by the Lord to raise others up. Because Jesus, he became the lamb for us. A lamb upon which all our wrongs, all our sins were laid down. A lamb who came to raise us up through his death. Let's go out and share this love. Let's go out to raise others up with the same love. We'll continue next week and, uh, and God bless you.